Don't look now. Marquette hoops are right around the corner. Corner, Mitchell, nobody on him. He'll give to Kolick. Wide open three. Good! How many great passes? Get ready for what hopes to be another exciting season. Chase Ross to the oh, he my goodness. Oh, wow. This is the Marquette Athletics kickoff show. Cam Jones uses the screen now. Two hands on him. He'll go to the basket. He'll bank it up hands on him. Counted it a foul. Broadcasting live from the Marquette Block Party at the Central Mall, here's Brian D. and Gabe Neitzel. A new season is upon us, an exciting season is upon us, and an exciting and beautiful evening here on the campus of Marquette University. Brian D., Gabe Neitzel, and Big East All-Freshman List Winner nominee Kenzie Hare of the Marquette women's basketball team joins us off the top of the season kickoff show. We are with you until 7 o'clock tonight. Head coach Megan Duffy from the women's team scheduled to join us. Shaka Smart, the head coach of the men's team and a couple of the men's players as well. But we got to start with the star, the budding star of the women's program, Kenzie Hare. Kenzie, thanks for sitting down and chatting with us for a couple of minutes here off the top. You're a year in. How is it different now starting sophomore year than it was at this time last year? Yeah, I mean, I think as a freshman, you have a lot to learn, and you're just coming into a new program. You got to learn the tendencies, you got to learn our core values. You just have to learn what everything plays, everything like that. And so, I think coming in sophomore year, especially when we have six new guys, um, I'm just able to help them out a lot more because I feel more comfortable in what we're doing, and I'm able to um, be kind of like an ear for them, being able to help them out. So it's been it's been super fun. You, you mentioned all those things that are get thrown at you as a freshman. Yeah. How were you able to have the success you did with all those things happening and yet here you are all yeah. Big East on, on the all Big East freshman team? Um, I mean, definitely got to give cred to our my teammates as well as our coaching staff. I mean, the the girls help you out so much. They're always there for you. You know, we have we have a lot of meetings where we grow our relationships with each other and having those relationships gives you I can ask any of them any question they can help me out on the court and none of it ever feels like you're going back and forth like it's always um, good stuff and then as well as our coaching staff they've always been able to help me like freshman year is a lot of ups and downs and I've, I went through it um, I think a lot of freshmen do so um, just being able to bounce back from that and being able to learn from from each day, so definitely. Kenzie, you led your team last year here at Marquette in three-pointers. Who did you watch growing up playing basketball, whether it was in the NBA, WNBA? Who did you idolize to become such a good shooter? Yeah, um, I, watched, I watched a lot of Allie Quigley and then Sabrina Ionescu, so it's kind of like learning from them and how they get their shot off so fast. And then um, during the NBA Finals, um, Kyle Murray, I learned a lot from him too. I know Coach Duffy was like sending me clips and stuff and just being able to learn like controlling your speed, um, how to get it off, uh, how to change your speed coming off of screens off ball was um, definitely something because the speed changes when you get to college. So just being able to learn how to adapt to that and then continue to be consistent with that as well. Not only did you have individual success last mm -hmm. year, the team made the NCAA yes. tournament. I know that the loss was heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Loss was heartbreaking for all of us watching as well. Yeah. But, but what's that like to be able to get a taste of the NCAA tournament as a freshman? 
Oh man, it's amazing, and it just kind of drives us more, like, because we want to be back. We want to win a game. I mean, we've been the older guys. They've been to the NCAA tournament now. Maybe that was their second time. So we haven't come out with a win yet. So that's like the main goal. We're gonna um, get there, win some games, and um, hopefully just continue to be successful. Is it super exciting for you as well to see kind of how the women's game has grown and how many eyeballs were on the women's final four this year? Yeah, I mean it's incredible. You know, I have uh, friends on Iowa, so being able to watch them with. Caitlin Clark and how the game has just grown and I mean we have LSU and they're just changing the game with the the portal um, so it's kind of been interesting to watch and it's been it's I love it it's growing so it's nice. Kenzie Hare of the Marquette women's basketball team joins us here on the Marquette season kickoff show 94.5 ESPN Brian D. Gabe Neisel live from the Marquette block party on campus. Uh, so the women's game, Gabe just touched on it with Caitlin, with Angel Reese. There was a lot made of their trash talk. Um, or I, I, I thought it was great, the personality they showed throughout the tournament. What was your read watching that? And how does Coach Duffy maybe coach you, you and your teammates uh, to show that personality and maybe talk a little trash? Because it's fun to watch. Yeah, um, for me, I just see their competitiveness and their passion through that. I mean, they love the game of basketball, and that's how they show it. Um, me, personally, I'm not a big trash talker. Um, not yet, anyway. Not yet. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm more of um, maybe hit a three or something, and that's what I do. But, um, yeah, I, Coach Duffy, she just puts a big emphasis on being competitive and being ready to go. And whether that's it gets heated sometimes, if you're going to be able to back that up, then that's fine. So the team success last year too, uh, not just the tournament, your team was able to beat UConn, which is an unbelievable accomplishment for yeah. any team in college basketball. Mm -hmm. What was that game like for you? Obviously not your best personal game, but to yeah. see the team succeed the way that they did against a top tier program like UConn that you're fortunate enough to play twice a year must have been amazing. Yeah, I mean, it was incredible. I mean, we just rallied around each other. Um, I know we. I remember looking up at the scoreboard with, like, two minutes to go, and I'm like, we're about to do this. Like, this is getting real. <laughs> um, so just being able to kind of stay in the game, like with UConn, with any team we play, it's play-by-play. Play. You can't really get ahead of, like, we're up 10. With a team like UConn, they can come back. So, um it's kind of, I don't know, that was incredible. I mean, in the locker room after we gave, poured water on Coach Duffy, like that atmosphere was incredible, and it kind of gave us something like, we want to do that again, and we want to get those experiences. We want to beat teams like Texas, like we did, like Gonzaga. Um, we had a close one with UCLA earlier in the season, lost in overtime. Like, we want that to be a win. So I think going into this season, it kind of drives us even more. You mentioned how LSU, on the women's side, changing things. Transfer portal, they've got transfers yeah. coming in and out, and that's such a big part of the any college sport you talk about now. A couple of transfers have come into the program yeah. now. How do you handle that, at, really as a team, kind of welcoming in so many new faces any given year? Yeah, I mean, I think this is the most, like, six new girls is interesting for sure. Um, but I think we had such a good core girls who are still here that we were able to kind of integrate them early into the program. I mean, we got here June, June 6th, I believe, and so we've been able to kind of um, – show them around Marquette, um, really grow our relations with them. The, our foreign trip really helped with that. We spent 10 days together, um, and we are all ruined with new guys. Old guys and new guys were mixed up. So just being able to grow that relationship will definitely help us on the court, too. Wanted to ask you about that foreign trip and yeah. Kenzie Hare of Marquette women's basketball. I'm so glad we're finally year. there. What's on the best thing you ESPN. What did you eat in Italy? Yeah, okay. It's unbelievable. That's yeah, all we care about. Yeah, Forget the basketball. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the basketball. We'll get there. There's plenty of good food there that I'm sure you can give a great review about. Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, first of all, in Italy, it was 
pasta and pizza for me just okay. every day and of course some um gelato so hey now. after every meal no i'm just kidding but, <laughs> but we did have a lot of it well, i so. mean if you did i don't think anybody will blame you i mean yeah, you're, you're, you have you're to. burning a lot of calories playing basketball you're fine right you're right, fine right. um and then in athens um all of the the Euro euros yeah yeah sure the chicken euros those are amazing um and we got them from a couple different different places and and they give us like watermelon after our meals, which That's was nice. so good. Yeah, I was like, "This is new." I'm like, "I like some watermelon, so it's nice." And it's gonna be a great bonding experience just to mm -hmm. get away. Obviously, um, you know, most kids are taking time off in the summer. As a student athlete, you're grinding through the summer and getting yeah. ready for your season. So it must have been a nice little reprieve to get away and just kind of focus on basketball and your team. Oh yeah, I mean it was definitely a grind going up to that because we had ten real practices. So um, I mean it was great to get started to kind of learn more about the girls right away. Um, but the definitely going for ten days in Italy and Greece was great. Um, it was a great kind of um, break and where we didn't have to always think about basketball, but we're like. Now we're going on tours. Now we're going on a boat cruise. So it was just a really incredible experience. Basketball-wise, what was the best mm -hmm. part of the trip? Um, wow. Basketball-wise, I think, uh, I mean, we beat a team by 60. <laughs> 60? Oh, so, yeah. We were in the hundreds, so that was pretty fun. I'll Oof. take that. But, yeah, I think um, we also, that game was fun because we kind of just clicked. When the ball was moving, we moved the ball really well, and we were getting great shots, and everyone was hitting. So, you know, those games are always fun. All right, last thing for you, Kenzie. And Kenzie Hare, Marquette Women's Basketball, joins us here on 94.5 ESPN, live from campus at the uh, the backyard, the block party for Marquette Athletics. You're a PR major here at Marquette, yes, correct? Yes, yep. Give us your best PR pitch, and not just us, the folks listening, your best PR pitch to come out to the Al and watch women's basketball this year. Oh, my. All right. Um, okay. So you got to come out this year, support us. Um, we have a bunch of new faces, a bunch of old faces. We're coming together. We're putting the pieces in the puzzle, and we're just ready for another great season. Wow. we got to get some email addresses for your professors <laughs> and say you're doing a good job. She nailed it. Clip it for the website and send it to Marquette Athletics. Best of luck this season. Perfect. Thank you so much Thank for taking you. some time for us. We can't wait to watch uh, you, you so and your much. team continue to grow here at Marquette. It is the block party for Marquette Athletics. The season kicks off tonight. season actually tips off really in early November, but we're excited to get things rolling. Coming up next, Kenzie, we've got your head coach, Megan Duffy. Awesome. She's going to join us on the other what side. What do you want us to ask your coach? Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. Ask yourself how the season – or ask her how our team looks right now. Give us some ask, Give us some dirt, give, though. Give we us some, some specifics. Yeah, we dirt. need some yeah. – I don't know. Uh, what does she like to listen coach to? What's, what's her favorite music? What is – like, what's she do goofy at practice that drives you guys nuts? She's a good golfer. Really? Yeah. All right. Well – yeah. So was Gabe Nigel. He hosts our oh. golf show here on ESPN Milwaukee. Now, so I think, go. uh, now we're just gonna have to, to yeah, we're just gonna have to, have to sit here and talk, yeah, talk Beautiful. golf for fifteen. All right, minutes. golf talk with Marquette <laughs> women's basketball coach Megan Duffy coming up next here on ninety four five ESPN live from Marquette University. The Marquette Athletics season tip-off show rolls on here on 94.5 ESPN. Brian D. Gabe Knight, so live from Marquette University. And joining us now is the head coach of the women's basketball program. Spoke with Kenzie Hare in segment one. And now head coach Megan Duffy joins us. Hi, Megan. How are you? Hi, guys. Great to be here. I'm doing great. Great to see you. You just got back from Europe. And Kenzie gave us some dirt that you were... 
kind of the troublemaker on the trip. All of the student athletes were fantastic, but Coach was out of line. <laughs> I thought I was the cool kid on the trip. <laughs> coach is a little more laid back when you you know go abroad, and uh, it is a bonding trip sometimes more than the basketball. So as coaches have to wrap our heads around that, like our, our student athletes don't get to study abroad like some of the rest of the student body, so they get to really immerse themselves in the culture. So from the coach's side, you got to kind of scale it back a little bit. So what was the team? best thing you ate? Uh, I mean, it, everything in Italy lived up to the hype of the, the pizza, the gelato. Um, and I, I actually was pleasantly surprised. We spent half our, half our time in Rome and then the other half in Athens, Greece, and along the coast. And I thought the food in Greece was pretty good. It was um, a little bit different. You know, we, we're, we think of our traditional Euros that you might have at a local spot around here. But um, they do it maybe a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> you beat a team by 60? 6-0? Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. The, the games, especially in Greece, weren't great. We had one good one in Rome. But... Um, but, you know, from my side, we got to, you know, try a lot of different lineups. Um, I, for the first time since I've been at Marquette, I sat down for like 30 seconds. I'm usually up pacing and running around and um, until, you know, I get old someday, I want to be moving a lot. So I actually sat down because I was like, wow, this is, this is going okay. <laughs> so, so, what, so what was the point? To, how much were you up by when you finally went, okay, I guess I can sit down? 55, 56? Pro no, probably one of my... my uh, upperclassman, a Jordan King or Rose Nakumu did something silly and got probably too cute. And I go, I'm just going to sit down and bite <laughs> my tongue a little bit and let them have a little fun. We're in, we're in Athens, you know, it's a, it's, it's a luxury to be here. So coach, just, just chill out a little bit. Does it feel like it's year five? Cause when I was getting ready for the show, I'm like, Oh, she's been here. No, we're going into year five. It, it feels like you just got here yesterday, coach. Yeah. It's wild. People ask me, what year is this? Like three. And I go, wow, no, it's start of five. Um, you know, because my first year, you, you get a job, and, you know, we didn't know much about, we knew Marquette, my family and I, but didn't know much about Milwaukee in the area, so we were so excited after that first year of, you know, grinding and getting the team ready to kind of explore and, you know, just meet people, and then COVID hits, right? So it was like, nobody's talking to anybody, you're taking walks in your neighborhood, we remember those days, it was rough, so um, I felt like just a couple years of that kind of set me back, um, not with building our program, but just being out in the community and getting to know people, so it doesn't seem like it's, you know, starting year five. Marquette women's head coach Megan Duffy joins us here on 94.5 ESPN. When we spoke last fall, I asked you about the fingerprints of a Megan Duffy Marquette women's basketball program, mm -hmm. and you were still kind of working your way through, like, figuring out exactly what that is. Incredible season last year. Get mm -hmm. to the tournament. What do you think the fingerprints of your program are that made you so successful and continue to make you successful into this year? I just think the the young women we're bringing here is, is the core of what we do. I mean, they're they're so impressive on and off the court. I mean, you got to spend a little time with Kenzie, and she won't brag on her. She had a 4.0 last year, and they're just doing things, um, obviously, on the court, but in the classroom. A lot of our players are getting MBAs and getting master's degrees in a very short amount of time. So when you have individuals that are driven on that side, all your messaging on the basketball court of, of the toughness and sacrificing for each other, all those cliche coach words, right? Um, they're living proof of it every day. So it starts with our people. And then, um, you know, I think our teams have, we, I wouldn't say on paper, maybe we have the most talent across the Big East or the country, but we found a way with our chemistry and um, just doing those little small things. We've, we've been able to be successful. I mean, we obviously beat Connecticut for the first time last year in program history, which, you know, a lot of people don't do it. And I've 
lost a lot <laughs> prior to that time. <laughs> um, so there's little things that are happening, and we're, we just want to obviously, you know, coming up this season, have another successful season. But once you get to March, that's where it really, you know, you can put a name for yourself. As a coach, as the, as the college landscape continues to, to kind of shift and you have to deal with, you know, the transfer portal and all those things, and you've added a number of women to the roster this year through that transfer right. portal, how is that harder for you as a coach to try to navigate that and, and still kind of keep the program where you want to keep it? Yeah, I, I think, you know, a lot of programs, you, you always hear that rebuild term. Um, we've kind of, with the changing of the climate with NIL and transfer portal, it's almost like you're building every year. doesn't mean you're getting a whole new team, but there's just always going to be different dynamics and pieces that come into play. And, you know, we're kind of split new and old this year. So we have, you know, two freshmen who we're really excited about, and we think the longevity of their careers here at Marquette. But then you got, you know, a, a transfer sophomore, junior, and fifth-year senior. So you're blending um, a lot of personalities and different experiences. And then you have your veteran group, um, you know, Liza Carlin and Jordan King and, and Rose Nakumu, Claire Kafis, and you just have to spend uh, we always spend time on relationships, but you got to spend more time. Hey, we can't wait for two or three years. we got to make an impact a little bit earlier than before. So um, it's challenging. I think we're all navigating through it, too. I think year to year it's like, okay, do we find some success doing it this way? Do we have to change it the next year? Um, but I hope it, it will settle down a little bit, too, at the same time. I don't know if it will. So we had 30 or 40 of our ESPN Milwaukee teammates watching your tournament game against okay. South Florida last year in our office on our big screen and just living and dying with every shot. Obviously, it was heartbreaking to watch at the end, but what can you and your team uh, and your players that are coming back from that experience take from that and learn into this season? Yeah, that was a – I mean, thanks for bringing it up again. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one. I, I – Felt like you know we had a lead going into the fourth quarter, and then we got into some foul trouble. We had some you know different lineups in at the end, but um, you know on the women's side, you uh, sites of the first two rounds are not uh, neutral. They're their home court advantage. So it was South Carolina, the number one seed. Yeah. We so wanted to get to that game. I think that was the biggest thing, and you know we're you know in overtime and a and a Kenzie Hare shot away from getting there. Um, so I, I think the biggest thing is just the experience of being in that atmosphere and um, tasting that defeat. Everybody says taste the victory, but you know we, we felt pretty bad after it, and I think it's fueled us into not only our returning players but showing those new players like the standard is not only to get there to the tournament. We have to figure out how to win multiple games and get to that second weekend is is something that's a, a goal of ours. Is it also exciting, though, and, and, and again, I know that that loss stings, but the NCAA tournament for the women was watched by so many people this year. Like, mm -hmm. th I feel like that has to be exciting for you to be in the middle of it mm -hmm. as this sport. People are finally starting to realize that it's a, such a good product that you're putting out there on the floor. Yeah, thanks, Gabe, for, uh, for mentioning that. Yeah, our, our game is just on such a high trajectory right now. You know, you look at, like, Somebody like Caitlin Clark, who in some ways has built it herself in this last year to just the way she's playing the game. And it's very Curry-esque. Um, and you're seeing young boys watch it. You're seeing all different types of families. You're, you're seeing more people go into games. And um, it makes us really proud and, and really fuels us to, to you know, continue our drive to, to push the envelope on just getting more exposure and getting that attention. And I hope um, you know, ESPN does a great job of, of putting you know, our sport on, on the market and being, uh, you know, getting it out there for few, viewers to watch. And I think that's only going to get better when, you know, when the contract comes up and we renegotiate, hopefully, and there'll be some, some even bigger moments momentum with it, but it's it's special. So we asked Kenzie about this because there the, the negative connotation is there was some trash talk happening <laughs> with Caitlin and with Angel, Angel Reese, Reese for right. LSU later in the tournament there. The positive connotation is it was swagger and confidence, right? What's What was your take on all of that? Because it seemed silly that we were 
picking apart something that seemed so fun and positive for the sport. Yeah, I, I think we all had a, a few mixed emotions today, but I think at the end of the day, people are talking about women's basketball, and I think we've always had to a little bit suppress our emotions on the court and that toughness and that trash talk, and I think it was, you know, the way these women and those two that you mentioned, Angel and Caitlin, their NIL deals and the marketability that they're having, um, I think it's awesome. A little trash talk doesn't hurt anybody. I think at the same time, we can still stress sportsmanship, and, you know, there's young, young little girls watching, but to to uh, showcase that, I mean, Kim Mulkey on the sidelines, like going crazy. <laughs> like there was just a lot going on in that Final Four game. I think the the refs had the hardest job, but um, I, I think um, it's not a negative thing to me. It's very positive what's happening with just the talk about our, our game. Now that you've been here for for a couple of years, what's been the best part about the Marquette community? I just think this is. I just think people are so nice and welcoming. They love their sports. They're, you know, in a good way. They're a little crazy about men's basketball and and I think women's basketball and volleyball. Like it's nationally ranked this year. Like there's just really good momentum and and just even walking around at the at this barbecue picnic tonight. Just the the excitement and the smiles of like, man, we enjoyed watching your team. What's it going to be like this year? I just think, you know, sports bring people together and I think this this university is tremendous and and if we can keep our sports programs at a high level, um, that's going to benefit so many people. You mentioned to Gabe and I before we came back from our last break that, you know, kind of jokingly, but kind of seriously, Shaka got the championship last year. He's <laughs> raising the bar for everybody. Yeah. How real is that? Like, how fun was that to watch them ascend to the levels they ascended to? And how does that inspire you and your program? I'm so fortunate just down the hall to have somebody like Shaka, you know, still a young head coach in this business that's accomplished so much. Um, you know, we look up to him and his staff and, and try and learn from each other. And, you know, when you got you have a team that's winning and maybe even earlier than they thought um it just it just breathes life into our program as well so i'd be silly if i didn't try and pick up a few things from him and um you know soak in as much as i can as a, as a young head coach coming up the ranks like i said and um yeah it's good he won the championship and uh, i know they wanted to get a little farther in the tournament but um it, it motivated all of us when that when that trophy's moving around different parts of the building you're like hey we want it to stop because uh, we have a second place but we don't have we don't have the actual championship did yet. you get in on the uh, on the milkshake trend late last year was that a thing the women's <laughs> program partook in well i don't know if, if he's probably done it for a long time but on road wins we we uh we get ice cream so okay. just whether you're stopping in like you know at xavier at grader's ice cream or you know some different um just local spots we we bribe them with uh ice cream for the win so we'd asked kenzie to actually dish some dirt she didn't have anything she's like oh ask ask coach what she thinks of the team like well yeah we're already going to do that yeah but she did mention that you're a very good golfer where do you play do you have much time to play, especially yeah. with I mean, having to do the international trip this year? Yeah, I grew up playing golf. That was my other sport in high school. So I played on a boys team back in Dayton, Ohio. And um, my husband's a really good golfer, way better than me. But, yeah, I, I don't get to play a lot. I hope maybe in my retirement days I'll, I'll get to <laughs> play a little bit more. But um, love the game. We were watching the tournament this weekend on, on TV. And uh, we play a little bit out at Westmore. Um, he definitely, when I'm busy recruiting and doing my thing, he's he's out on the link. So I'm a little jealous of, of my of my spouse. Else, but um, I can hold my own, and um, I, I still get a little frustrated when I can't maybe play as well as I did back in the day when I actually practiced and cared <laughs> sure. about it. But it's good to like be at events like this, and we have a, a, a couple nice outings throughout the year that I'll, I'll – uh, I'm a really good scramble player because from those lady tees, if I get 250 out there straight, I'm oh, – people like, people like me on their <laughs> team. And then the other stuff I don't have to worry about. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe a future appearance for Coach Duffy on Gabe's weekly golf show on the tee here on 94.5 ESPN. Coach, thank you so much for – for stopping by. Best of luck this season. The women's program is in such 
good hands uh, with you at the helm. So we appreciate you popping by and giving us a couple of minutes. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Gabe. That is Marquette women's basketball head coach Megan Duffy. Coming up next, Shaka Smart. Stick with us. This is the Marquette Season Tip-Off Show on 94.5 ESPN. Smart joins us here on the season tip-off show live from the Central Mall at Marquette University. Coach, thank you so much for taking the time. You guys are coming off uh, a trip to Italy and Greece. What was that like, and uh, what was the best thing you ate? We've been asking uh, Coach Duffy and Kenzie Hare the same question. Just Italy for us. Uh, we did not go to Greece. We stayed in the country of Italy. Uh, we were active, though. We went to several different places, uh, including the Italian Riviera, which was probably the favorite of the guys. Um, I don't know if we've ever seen bluer water. <laughs> Best food, uh, it's tough to pin down. I mean, uh, so many different types of pasta over there. One pretty cool experience was we actually uh, learned to make pasta from scratch. Nice. Um, and it was, it was cool seeing the guys experience that. And then we ate the pasta with spaghetti uh, after we made it. So. That probably that probably was the best food just because it was made by us. You're gonna yeah. have pasta makers in the dorms now. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, you know, it's a, it's an intricate process. It's not super complicated, but you got to get it right. Egg, flour, salt, water, and let it fly, right? Yeah, but I mean, the the, the kneading of the dough and and uh, letting the gluten expand and all is that was beyond my uh, expertise. But uh, I'm glad that we learned. When you get to do an international trip like that. How important is that for kind of the team bonding and team building and, and kind of setting that base for the upcoming season? Well, for us, relationships is our number one core value. And so anytime we get a chance to spend literally 11 days attached at the hip, 24 hours a day, in the hotel, on the bus, obviously at the games we played, and on the boats we were on, everywhere we were, we were together. And for our guys to have that time together was huge. I think that... You know, one thing that was pretty cool about the trip was we put upperclassmen with underclassmen in the rooms. So the guys didn't room with who they typically would live with here at Marquette. Uh, a senior might live with a freshman or a junior with a sophomore. And that was good just from the standpoint of getting to know more about each other. Love that. Marquette head basketball coach Shaka Smart with us here on 94.5 ESPN. About this time last year, a lot of the talk, Coach, was about being picked ninth in the Big East. This year, ninth in any sort of preseason selection seems kind of low. I mean, there's big expectations for you and your team after what you were able to accomplish last year. How is the motivation for your team different this year than it was at this time last year? I mean, honestly, our motivation is not much different. Like you said, the expectations are different, yeah. and externally the way people view us is different. But I would say, you know, our motivation is just as high, if not higher. Uh, we have to make sure we're careful that we don't, you know, only draw motivation from, you know, what's being said externally. Because if that's the case, you know, it, it could be down or up, depending on what other people say, which is outside of our control. But we've got a driven group of guys. They spend a lot of time in the gym. Uh, they're very motivated to continue to grow individually as players and then collectively as a group. And I think our shared experiences last year with our returning players is something that we can really draw, and draw on going into this next year. 
It seems like in, in the world of college athletics now with the transfer portal and I, all, all those different things and you know, it seems like a race for how many how many transfers can you bring into your program. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem to be kind of a moment. You mentioned the relationships and having that core. Yeah. Why is that so important? When everybody else <laughs> is doing one thing, you're doing a you're doing a different thing. You know, there's so many different ways to go about things in in sports. That's one of the cool things about coaching. Uh, for me, it's just it's kind of more natural that we go about things with. You know, building trust and building relationships with guys over a long haul. You know, our, our first core value is relationships. Our second core value is growth. So when we look at the growth of our young players, our incoming freshmen, our rising sophomores, um, the guys that have been in our program for a year or two, to me, you can't really stick your chest out and say you value growth and you're, gr- you're good at developing your guys and then take a bunch of transfers over the top of them. Uh, I guess you can, but to me that's hypocritical. I would rather, you know, us do it the old-fashioned way. We we really try to get to know guys for at least a year during the recruiting process, sometimes two, before they even step foot on campus. And, you know, when they step foot on campus, then there's a relationship in place with their parents, with them, and a shared understanding that this is what we're about at Marquette. You know, we're not about maybe what this school or that program is about. We're about these specific things, and this is how we go about things. Marquette Head Men's Basketball Coach Shaka Smart with us here on 94.5 ESPN. Before we continue to look ahead to this year, one more peek back at last year. 20 years from now, when you think back on last season and all the greatness that came along with it and the regular season championship and the Big East Tournament Championship, what's the moment that's maybe going to stick in your mind the most, the memory that sticks out the most from last year? <laughs> That's a great question. I, I mean, it's hard to pick one. Anytime you're able to win a regular season championship, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. I think the the two games that allowed us to win the regular season were winning at home against Xavier in a game where, you know, in a lot of ways we just weren't really at our best offensively for much of the game, uh, and we had to win on a tip-in at the last second. Um, and then going on the road at Creighton, uh, and, and being down early in that game and maybe on the verge of getting blown out but just fighting and battling. and I felt like at Creighton, the, la- the first 12 minutes of the second half, we outscored them by 18 points. That was the best that we played all year against a really high qu- – I mean, that's a team that went to the Elite Eight um, and had, had a terrific group. So um, those are two games that stand out. And then, you know, the, the Big East tournament is just so special because it's in the Garden. Uh, you know, we had to beat UConn in the semifinals. They had about 90% of the building, but the 10% that we did have was loud and boisterous, and they were screaming, we are Marquette. And, man, I'm just so grateful to be at Marquette and be at a place like this that has so much pride in basketball. How tough is it? And maybe it's not even tough. It's just maybe bittersweet to see someone like Omax. I mean, I'm sure you'd love to have him. But at the same time, you mentioned growth, and he gets that opportunity at the next level. Well, listen, every one of these guys comes in with the goal of playing in the NBA. It is infinitely harder than they know when they're in high school. (laughs) And then they get here, and they go through the challenges of playing at this level. And it's humbling. It's humbling for all of us. Uh, But, you know, to see a guy like Omax and the progress he made over the two-year period that he was at Marquette, his willingness to build connections with his teammates, 
was, you know, something to behold. And, you know, we value relationships, growth, and victory. And he committed uh, a thousand percent to those things. Uh, so it's not bittersweet at all, you know, to see him be a first-round pick. I've coached for 14 years. I've coached 13 guys that have played in the NBA. So, like, it's, that's not easy. Like, it's, <laughs> that is a high level. I think there's about 450 guaranteed jobs at that level. So, you know, for him to have one of those is such a big deal. And I think it's a testament for the rest of our guys and for future Marquette players that if you come in and you're a star in your role in our program and you affect winning at a high level, you can make great things happen for yourself and your career even beyond Marquette. Big East player of the year last year, Tyler Kolek. How is he a different dude now than he was when he showed up on campus? Oh, he's so much more confident. I mean, it's just it's incredible. Um, I'll tell you, though, here's what's not different. Incredible passion for the game. Um, incredible humility for understanding he has to work and he has to squeeze every ounce of uh, effort and, 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 you know, focus into, you know, being his best. Um, you know, but he, I'll tell you, he's really grown in his confidence. He's grown in his connectivity with his teammates. Um, his leadership ability from his first year here to his second year here was as big of a reason as any uh, for us winning the Big East championship, regular season and tournament, and also for him being Big East player of the year. You've talked about the growth of the past of David Joplin. Um, what's his growth been like this offseason as he gets ready for year three? Well, I think our two most improved players from the end of last season to now have been Chase Ross and David Joplin. Uh, those guys have really taken big jumps. They both played really well in Italy. Um, and I'm excited about really all three of our freshmen, Chase, Ben, and Sean. And then Jop, you know, he was Big East sixth man of the year. Um, you know, he was in there a lot at the end of the games, you know, when we were trying to, to go win the game. And for him to take a big jump is something we really need, particularly with Omax's departure. Um, so I'll tell you, he did this program. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Versa Climber. Oh, yeah. But it's a, it's a torture device that can be found in the weight room. Torture device is a good description, <laughs> Coach. Uh, and so, you know, going back many, many years, we've had this 15-week program on the Versa Climber where, you know, you have different days where you do different things. And, you know, Jop made the commitment, I'm going to do the Versa program. And he was in there, uh, you know, on the calendar every single time he was supposed to be in there. It was not easy. That thing, there's nowhere to hide if you've ever been on the Versa Climber. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you know, it is what it is. It's hard. And so he was doing, by the end of it, uh, picture this, he was doing three-minute rounds, up to 12 of them with only 50 seconds in between, and these were sprint rounds. So going as fast as you possibly can for three minutes, then you get 50 seconds, with, which feels like 15 seconds, and you're right back on it, and you're doing that 12 times. Um, so that it just kind of shows you the dedication that he has. And again, kind of like what we said about Tyler, his confidence is really growing because of the work he's putting in. Love that. A couple of more for you, Coach. Marquette head coach Shaka Smart with us here on 94.5 ESPN. I need you to clarify a couple of rumors about guys in your program that have been floating around this offseason. Is Oso working on a three-point shot? That's been, <laughs> that's, that's been floated out a lot. Uh, yes, he is. He is. He's, he's worked on his shooting. Uh, he shot one three in Italy. And... 
Did he make it? It's he did not make it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I feel that was important detail. It looks good. It looks good. But I mean, one three. Cam Jones could shoot one three and miss. So uh, you can't really. That's a small sample size. You know, the thing with Oso is he's as impressive of a person, player, student as anyone I've ever been around in coaching all these years. And he does so many things well already. For him, he wanted to add the outside shooting to his game. He has worked hard at it. And it will be something that he can utilize as an option. But, man, he's already so good at so many other things that, you know, it's not like he has to reinvent himself and turn into, you know, uh, this, this pick-and-pop three-point specialist. You know, certainly if he can knock one down when they back off of him, that adds an element to our offense. But I'll tell you, I've been so impressed with him. Guys, three years here, he's already a college graduate. He's going into his master's program right now. He started yesterday. And by the end of this year, he will have his second Marquette degree. On top of that, he is by far in the country the best ball handler and passer of anyone at six foot ten. And I believe he will play for a long time in the NBA. You don't need a three point shot when you can dunk over dudes that are seven foot six like he did against Donovan Klingon <laughs> last year. That was unreal. <laughs> Uh, and then the uh, the last rumor was Chase Ross is walking around campus like he's that dude, I think was the quote from the Athletic article. <laughs> he's a dude for sure. <laughs> he is. If anyone on our team is a dude, it's Chase. Um, he is. I'm just really proud of him because he's starting more and more to speak up. And really for all three of our sophomores, that was the biggest emphasis that we gave them coming out of last season is you got to talk more. You got to emote more. You have to connect with your teammates on the court, and they all have it in them. But you know, sometimes as a freshman, you got a lot going on. Your head's spinning, so it can cause you to go inward a little bit. Chase is, like I said, one of the most improved guys on our team. He's really stepped forward and gained confidence. He's in the gym multiple times a day, and he definitely is walking around. Uh, like that guy, and we're going to need him. You know, with Omax uh, moving on, Omax, we could always put him on a, you know, a Jordan Hawkins or, you know, a really good player from the other team. And we have Stevie, obviously, to do that. But it, you need another guy in the lineup along with Stevie at different times to take on those duties and chase as the guy. Buy your Versa climbers. Far more milkshakes in our future here at Marquette University this year. <laughs> I think we're going to need them. Coach, thanks for stopping by. Best of luck this year. We look forward to it. Hey, thank you, guys. That is Marquette head coach Shaka Smart. Stevie Mitchell and Cam Jones next here on 94.5 ESPN. Bobby Brown is right. That is Cam Jones. Live from Marquette University, Brian D, Gabe Knight, so Cam Jones, and Stevie Mitchell. Those are the dudes you want to care about here on 94.5 ESPN. Is that what's playing pregame in the locker room? What do you got, Cam? Well, well I'm going to start that by saying that was Stu that, that called that out. That wasn't me, but uh, I don't listen to Bobby Brown before games. No. What do you guys listen to before games? Last year, I asked Coach what he listened to before games, mm. and he said he was listening to what you guys listening to were listening to, which meant Lil Baby. Can you confirm that? Uh, our freshman year, 
Yeah, we was a little, we was a little babied out. Oh, I ain't want to hear little baby no more after uh, after freshman year. But last year it was a lot of little baby, but not. I don't think it was too crazy. Okay. You guys just got back from Europe. What was the best part about the trip? Uh, <clears throat> I think the best part was just just being together the whole time and just experiencing for us, all of us, I think the first time being in a different country in Italy. So I think just sharing that experience together, trying a bunch of new things together was just something that we still talk about and we'll talk about with each other the rest of our lives. Coach just told us you guys also made pasta while you were over there. Mm -hmm. Who was the best at it? Who was the worst at it? Uh, <laughs> I think, <laughs> well, Ben, Ben uh, Gold dropped his uh, dough on the ground. It's not good. That's so bad. that was bad. That's just bad start. But then uh, RJ, he, he he was struggling getting it in the right shape. And the best at it, uh, I don't know. It, we So we all put in, like, we all made our own noodles and then put them all in the same pot. So we just shared. So, yeah. Love that. Cam Jones, Stevie Mitchell of Marquette Men's Basketball with us on 94.5 ESPN. I asked Coach this question. I'm curious to get both your guys' opinion as well. 20 years from now, when you look back on last season, what's the moment that's going to stick out to you? Stevie, we'll start with you. Mm, for me, I think it will probably just be just like like just seeing like when we had won uh, the regular season and we won the uh, tournament, just like seeing how like happy everybody was. Like not only us, like obviously we were super happy, but just seeing like people in Milwaukee, Marquette fans, just how happy they were. I think that would stick with me forever, just having that impact on each other and other people as well. Cam? Um. <coughs> Well, this might be a little, like, unusual, but one thing that really, like, means a lot to me in my heart was, uh, you know, the locker room after the Michigan State game. Uh, you know, the emotions expressed in the locker room and, you know, how that went. And, you know, we all we all had not even just expectations. You know, we wanted it. Uh, we worked hard for it. You know, we went into the season. You know, nobody gave us anything. Uh, we earned everything we had got and, uh, you know, a tough night that night but that locker room you know that just and holding that care for the people around you and on the team that really just motivates you and you know you just want to work harder for them and you know be better so last year you, you mentioned how you earned everything you had and, and there weren't a lot of external expectations for you gonna be tough to kind of catch people pe you know teams and people by surprise this yeah. year how do you guys approach that in terms of dealing with now different expectations from the outside I think the first thing is just expecting that and like just like knowing that's going to be there but knowing we can't let that dictate or affect how we practice, uh, work in the weight room, anything like that. We just know we got to stick to our process and what helped us get to achieve things we achieved last year and then just even ramping that up some because we didn't achieve everything we wanted to achieve. So our goal this year is to, you know, make up for that and just – have even a better season than was last year because I feel like some people still think like you know it's easy to do something one time but doing it back to back to back is hard so I think that's kind of still a chip on our shoulder that we got. True or false for Cam Jones and Stevie Mitchell. Cam we'll start with you. You're going to make another turnaround 40 footer this year like you did against UConn in the Big East tournament. Um, I'll humbly say true. I humbly say true. Humbly says true. <laughs> He's not the best shooter at Marquette University for no reason. And then Stevie, deflections champion once again. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> that's a layup. That's a layup for Steve. He's like, yeah, of course I'm going to be the Deflections uh, champion. Is there a personal moment for each of you? I, I picked out a couple there. Like, Cam's shot was ridiculous against UConn. But a personal moment for each of you from your Marquette career so far that sticks out the most. A play, a steal for you, Stevie. A shot for you, Cam, that sticks out and says, I'm, I'm damn proud of that one. Uh, I think one that comes to my mind was uh, the a steal or actually I got even hit the ball I kind of just it was me as Xavier when we played them at home and uh, we were tied for first place it was me and uh, Oso on the ball screen and we he came off the ball screen we put pressure on him I cut him off Oso was right there and he tried to cross over and lost the ball and then uh, I picked it up passed it to Tyler Tyler passed it to Omax and Omax got a layup and then that led to just us being in the position to Pro Max to go make that play at the end. So I think that's kind of a steal that sticks with me. Yeah. Cam, what about you? Um, I guess one thing that's really cool to look back on was uh, the first round of the tournament. Um, you know, and I had the little stretch I had. Little stretch? You scored 18 <laughs> in a row. I mean, it's a little stretch for him. He's going to expand on that. He's going to have a big stretch this year. Of like 18 in a row in the NCAA tournament. It's a little stretch. Oh, no, I didn't. Honestly, in the game, I, I remember having one point to, like, start the half. And uh, I remember coaches telling me just go out there and be yourself. And I remember looking up at the end of the game and it said 19. So that was a little, you know, I, I didn't realize it was straight either, honestly. Well, it's going to be awesome to watch you guys continue to grow this year. Many more milkshakes post-game as uh, as you guys chase down a national championship for Marquette University. Cam Jones, Stevie Mitchell, appreciate you guys stopping by. Listen back if you missed any portion of this show, WisconsinOnDemand.com or wherever you get your podcast. This has been the Marquette Season Tip-Off Show on 94.5 ESPN.